Welcome to the Binge Minute, the podcast where we go through a movie minute by minute and review each minute to finally find the world's greatest minute in film history. My name's Chris. My name's Taylor. And we are going through the movie Moon. Moon. This is Minute 17. Whoa. <laughs> um... But so hey, it's not just us today, though. That's right. We are very excited. We finally figured it out through all the technology hiccups. We are joined by a good friend. Uh, it's Cameron Watson. Hello. Thank you for having me. I assume that was my intro. That was your intro. <laughs> that was your, yep. That was your... Excellent. How are you, Cameron? How's your uh, lockdown or social isolation experiment have going coming along? Oh, it's going fairly well. Uh, working from home, uh, doing a lot more uh, online group activities than I think I've ever done in my entire life. What's your favorite of the online group activities so far? If you had to rank them, uh, like from ugh, to yay, which one? How would you go? Uh, uh, don't tell my work, but definitely uh, working <laughs> from home and doing uh, a team meetings is my. Uh. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, uh, today I ran a online uh, game of letters and numbers. Uh, British fans might know it as Countdown. Okay. Uh, it's very silly, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Excellent. Cool. Very cool. And I, I also noticed that you're getting into the sourdough kind of uh, world. You, you've been posting uh, on Instagram. Yes, I am. Sour do sessions. I, no, yes. Uh, uh, do, do I plug my Instagram now? Or if you'd like to. Go for it. Uh, I guess normally people would be plugging their uh, comedy stuff coming on podcasts, but because that's all <laughs> shut down, you can check out my Instagram, cams.sour.sesh. Uh, it is my adventures in sourdough and also sour beer reviews. Oh, so um, how long have you made a loaf yet? I don't no, even know how sour, for- how does sour, sourdough work. I feel like <laughs> it looks disgusting every time. Every picture you put up looks worse and worse. Is it meant oh, to it, do that? It, it, it smells uh, really uh, challenging when you smell. <laughs> it, but I'm currently waiting. Currently waiting for some proving baskets, um, which are uh, cane baskets that you put the the dough in. Uh, to let it shape and prove. So until they arrive, I'm kind of treading water on the old sourdough. So how long, like how long does it generally take a like a sourdough to come back into the, into a delicious loaf that you'd eat? Uh, well, um, not counting like the seven to fourteen days of starting the sourdough starter, but my understanding is if you do it properly, it can take up with up to about thirty six hours. Holy uh, shit! From getting everything together to taking the final loaf out of the oven because it's a very slow process. It's meant to be therapeutic, but I imagine when I actually do it, it'll be infuriating. Wow, there you have it, <laughs> Binge Minute fans. That's how you make some sourdough. 36 hours, get cracking. We're here to talk about Minute 17 of, of moon. moon. And what an exciting minute it was. Taylor, take it away. Oh, well, to uh, bring Cameron up to speed, uh, we usually uh, make predictions about what happens in the next minute. That's right. Uh, I <laughs> This is an awkward one for you to come into, Cameron, because I wasn't in the last one but that's right we had uh we had marlene meagle 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 yeah marlene meagle stopped by we found her in her front yard and taylor was paragliding yep uh, but Marlene, in my stead, uh, made the prediction that uh, old Sam would go into the harvester and light a cigarette. <laughs> and smoke a cigarette. And I said that he would go into the harvester and find something suspicious. Nothing or none of, none of what we said came true. In fact, he's he never made it inside the harvester. No, not, not yet. Um, 
Are we are we spoilers? We're doing spoilers. Absolutely, yeah. We're reviewing yeah, the minute. I just wanted to I just, just, wanted to check, just for um, the minute because we can't minute. we can't spoil it. We don't know what's happened. True. Uh, so assuming you watch the same minute, uh, <laughs> it's very it's a very tense lead up. I think to the final fifteen seconds of this minute. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. Yeah, I agree. Certain, there's a certain um, ennui of uh, Sam Rockwell's character. Uh, and then, uh, lo and behold, for a for uh, a uh, for a layperson like me, what, <laughs> what what does ennui mean? Uh, look, for for a layperson that uses the word without completely understanding it, just a sort of uh, <laughs> he's just got this. Uh, I, I describe it as a difficulty with life, a sort of internalized difficulty with life. Don't. Don't attack me in the comments. I did notice he had a bit of like a uh, skeptical facial expression uh, driving up to the harvester. And then he got into the dust cloud. He got into a bit of the dust cloud of the harvester. And that's when the magic began. That's when the magic happened. Exactly. Uh, As he's closing in on the harvester, lots of dusty rock (laughs) business. He's like, what is that? And there was a figure that appeared right in the center. I believe it was a yellow dressed woman. That's what I got. Going to the prom. It was the prom woman that we saw uh, uh, back in minute 10 or 11 or something. Mm. Well, look, I haven't watched those minutes. I didn't know what the <laughs> etiquette was and whether I watch up to this minute. Um, no, I've you just watched this before. minute. But, uh, I've seen the movie before a, a few years ago. Uh, in fact, I thought I owned it on DVD, but when I opened up the <laughs> DVD case to watch Moon, it was uh, the DVD of Kill Bill Volume 2. Ooh, did you, um, en- did you enjoy the- a minute of Kill Bill? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that because um, <laughs> I then proceeded to go through every DVD case I own looking for Moon because I couldn't actually find the DVD case for Kill Bill Volume Two. Well, <laughs> so when was the last time you watched Kill Bill Volume Two? I would. Oh, it's got to be at least <laughs> seven years ago, I think. Wow. Well, that's a, that's <laughs> impressive. That's an impressive uh, time gap between Kill Bills. Anyway, back to Moon. <laughs> um, so she, so it's the the woman is back. The woman was uh, dancing in the dust, the moon dust, and then uh, and and I guess he got distracted. He did. Uh, he did. And then miscellaneous crash occurred. Well, he crashed into the harvester, didn't he? Yeah, but what part of the harvester? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Or did he crash? Can, did he crash into enough. a big moon rock or a boulder? Well, when you when you see the the wide shot on the harvester, it's got this sort of rubble, sort of flinging out mm. of it, and perhaps perhaps it's a, a chunk from the harvester. <laughs> a large chunk of I didn't even think about that. Maybe a large chunk of harvester has hit the rover. On that, now that you mention it, right? So the harvester goes sprays wildly crazy with all these boulders mm. that come off it, but yet he always manages to drive very safely and calmly right through the maelstrom, right into the butt of the harvester. How is that possible? I feel like that's a much more stressful situation. I think he's just being it's just good training, good training, strong rover. Yeah, he's he's alone. <laughs> you know, he, he's a man alone on a moon base, and he's a little bit little bit of excitement in his life. That's right. And Maybe uh, that's how he gets it. How would you approach the rover? To, how would you approach the harvester, Taylor, if you were driving? That's the only uh, way I can see. As a person who has crashed two cars, uh, not successfully would be my guess. Uh, but I reckon uh, high speed. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, tight corners. Actually, I have thought about it. You actually drive past the harvester, pull in front of it, and then revert or, or slow down and let it catch up to you. And then you go, you back into the platform so you don't get any of the moon dust. Anyway, yeah, I just solved yes, that. I just solved that issue uh, in eight seconds. Very good. Anyway, he did have an accident. Yeah, yeah. and um, he's. I think he's a bit slow off the mark to put his helmet on. I thought so too. I thought he um, was very... Uh, I feel like a lot of people put a lot of faith in um, in the windows in these places because as soon as they go, everyone's dead. It's decompression time. Mm. So I'm somewhat surprised he... Uh, I'm I'm surprised it's not protocol to drive with the helmet on. Exactly. I, I, if I was him, I would have driven with the helmet on. Anyway, I feel like he's uh. Well, all right. Well, let's basically he's had a car accident. That was the end of the minute. He was driving out to the harvester. He saw the woman, and he's crashed in the confusion of the moment. And that's where the minute ends. So we're kind of left on a cliffhanger. What would you rate that minute out of sixty, Cameron Watson? Oh, we're already at the rating. That's um, right. Well, I think it's. Or if you do have any closing thought, don't let Chris boss you around. If you have other things well, that you want to say, please, please say it. I don't, think we have, I don't think we have the time in the 12 minutes for me to have an argument with Chris about the difference between a car and a rover. So okay. I can let that oh, one, no, we can that start one that one right slide. now. <laughs> it's a rover. It's a rover crash. It's not a car it's crash. It's a car crash. It's only a rover because it's on the moon. That's the difference. A car. A rover is a car so, so on the moon. I, I, think it's a, I think it's a work utility vehicle on the moon. I feel like if you had two trucks crash, you're not going to call it a car crash. Is it an call it an accident? And a harvester is a truck on the moon. That's it. That's the differences. Is it more of an ATV? I don't know what that is, and I refuse to answer your question. All terrain vehicle. Oh, okay. (laughs) Could be. Um, I think it is a bit of an ATV. um, Because not not, not traditionally a car. All I'm saying, its glass is very strong. But it wasn't because it broke. Strong enough. Well, it hasn't. It hasn't imploded (laughs) out. He's not suffocating. He's not dead. He was. No, no, there was a breach warning at the end of the minute, and he put his helmet on. He had enough time to put his helmet on. So um, that glass, that glass survived as long as it had to for him to survive. <laughs> Game set and match. Wow, Chris is getting real <laughs> defensive of the construction of this rover. Um, but in, in car, regard to moon giving car. moon car, um, in regard to giving it um, a score out of sixty, I think this is a minute that has uh, a bit of something for everyone. Mm. There's the serene landscapes. Did enjoy the, moon. the landscape. It has, has some, I think, lovely cinematography. I think we also get a bit of an insight into um, Sam Rockwell's character. Um, he's called Sam in the movie, isn't he? He yeah. is. Is he? Yes. He is. Okay. Um, just, uh, that's what I recall. Um, and then we get a bit of action at the end. Yeah, that's right. The, <laughs> that's a nice, very, very good. So give us that ballpark. You know what? There's give us also that mystery. I don't. I don't know if you picked up on it. Mm. There's a mild bit of romance. Um, please explain. Yeah. There's a if you had seen the dashboard. There's a picture of his wife that is like nestled mm. into the the screen that's screening like screaming like oh no no more oxygen. I would also go as far as saying the figure he saw in the dust cloud was dancing a little bit. That's just so me. we got a musical. We got that's some mystery. Just... We got some romance. <laughs> that's just me. Um. We've got some ennui, which I've now looked up, and I think I was sort of close. A feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction. I feel like we got a big score coming from Cameron Watson. Ex- Pardon? I feel like we got a big score coming from Cameron Watson. Well, I don't know. I don't want to go too high because I don't know what the other scores have been, and I don't want to. I don't want to rock the establishment. Um, but I think it's a strong showing. I'm going to give it uh, 53. Ooh, that's the highest <laughs> score yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was a very good minute. It was very a great minute. minute and I'm going to go with the same score I went last time of a 52. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go with a, a, 
a chunky 49. Oh, very high scores. Mm. Oh, excellent. I, I just wanted uh, a little bit more attention to health and safety. And what, uh, what, what, what's your prediction for the next minute, Taylor? Uh, well, obviously, he's got to not die. That's right. Uh, I'd say he's going to put on his helmet. Mm-hmm. He's going to run out into the dust storm and then try and like find where this yellow-dressed woman is. That's my prediction. That's exactly what I wrote down. He's going to go and find find the woman in the, in the dust cloud. But he's also going to like... Uh, try not some... to die as well. He's got that's, to try not to die. That's number one. Number yep. one, try not to die, but find the woman. Mm. And maybe he'll like uh, throw some drum punches through the air and be like, why are you doing this? <laughs> Do you remember this moment from the movie, Cameron? From last time you watched it, um, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what happens in the next minute. Oh, um, do you want to throw in a one-minute prediction then? Well, if I if I was watching it uh, with uh, virgin eyes uh, on the <laughs> film, I, I'd say he uh, exits the uh, moon rover um, or moon car, uh, depending <laughs> on your nomenclature, um, and he hallucinates seeing the the woman and Ooh. they embrace and he collapses into the moon and then cut to the reality he's having sex with dust. Oh, I like it. <laughs> oh, I hope your minute comes I think we through. need a bit more romance uh, in the next minute. Um, mm. I don't know if that will happen, but that's how I would have written it. Well, there are the three predictions that could happen. Two similar, one one is uh, very exciting. That's and if, the- if it does happen, I'm ex- I, I, next minute, 59. That's the end of minute 17 of Binge Minute. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. We have an email address. It's bingeminute at gmail.com if uh, you have any questions or you're watching along and seen anything that we've missed please uh, please email us uh, also you may have noticed that Taylor uh, we, we had a fun character last time on called uh, what was it Taylor? Marlene Meagle that's it Marlene Meagle I keep forgetting the name Marlene Meagle we found her in the front yard you, you wrote it down on your paper <laughs> you just gotta look down but if you uh, have any other characters we may find in our front yard please email them us and we'll do our best to find them in our front yard Can Cameron, have you got anything you... Oh, apart from your sour sesh, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, well, look, um, you can also find me doing stuff online with Big Fork Theatre. Head to their Facebook. Um, just check, look for Big Fork Theatre. We're doing a bit of online stuff uh, with the shutdown. Uh, so come check it out. Yeah, excellent. Thank you very much, Cameron. Where can they find you, Taylor? Uh, apart from at Big Fork, Taylor Edwards, comedian on Instagram, and Taylor Edwards on Facebook. And you, Chris? Uh, Chris Barton, comedian on Facebook and at Pissfighter on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and I also have a TikTok because I'm bored for, with creativity and I just keep putting up stupid videos. So check that out. It's Chris Martin 4021 because I forgot my own postcard. All right. Thanks you for listening to Minute 17 of Binge, Binge Minute. Minute. We've been going through Moon and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.